This week's episode of the Sports Lord is brought to you by Matty Ice's Ice House, serving up cold beers and the soul food Indianapolis is known for. This is definitely not a restaurant concept that was designed for Atlanta and suddenly has to be retrofitted to be in Indianapolis. Nope. This is good down-home cooking Indianapolis style, y'all. And now it's time for the Sports Lord. <laughs> We are back, everyone. <laughs> Mad dog, my man. Woo. Back in the studio. Got a new little intro now. Thank God. Thank you to Mad yeah, Dog. Yeah. If only Hell you could yeah. see the clip when you hear it, you know. But unfortunately, there are no medium. There is no medium that combines audio and visual. No. It doesn't exist. Right. He didn't yep. tw- he didn't tweet this video out on his own account. Uh, on twitter so um but that said also real quick before we move on congratulations to the city of indianapolis um famous for its soul food famous for its you know cold beers and good eating Mm -hmm. uh amazing that you got matty ice both as a quarterback and his franchise uh it's great yeah Yeah. um i'm super happy for matt uh Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that Indianapolis was famous for its soul food, uh, but I believe it. And I think what what be- what better guy to, to to put on the the front of a soul food restaurant than Matt Ryan? Because I think soul food when I look at him for yeah, sure. I, when Philly, I think soul food, I think red faced Philly guy who went Philly to born. Catholic school. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. I, also, you know, Indianapolis is to me, it's known for a few things. Formula One racing, birthplace of Kurt Vonnegut, and delicious ass soul food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Dave Letterman, Collar yeah. Greens, Chitlins, delicious. <laughs> you know, it's it's there. It's all there. You guys yeah. ever spent time in Indianapolis? I have. I've been twice and I actually did go to the when Formula One came back to the United States in 2000 and 2001 or something. I went to the F1 Grand Prix or the U.S. Grand Prix for F1 in Indianapolis. Nice. Was that a good time? Yeah, it was great. I didn't see any of Indianapolis. I went straight to the Speedway and because we were college students, we slept in the car. And we just hung out there with everyone at the race, gotten getting drunk in the parking lot and then all over the track. So I That's didn't see any nice. of the city. That sounds like the best oh, yeah. way to see Indianapolis. Yeah, it was pretty good. Don't actually see it. Go to the racetrack and sleep in a car and drink all day. And yeah. also go to Matty Ice's Ice House now. If of it had course. existed, I would have right. gone, but it wasn't there yet. That's a destination. It is now. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never been to Indianapolis. I've driven past it 
quite a few times, uh, but I've never, never actually spent time in the city itself. Um, but you know, I yeah, I hear great things. I've, I've also driven past it. <clears throat> it's just like this weird city in a state full of cornfields. Yeah. Um, I imagine Jimmy, you passed it like driving to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago and Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, yeah, that's a skip. That's a skip. Yeah. Set. Well, yeah. You know, especially as I got older, we, we try to knock that drive out in one day. So by the time you get to Indianapolis, you know, you're already good like nine hours or whatever into your, drive from atlanta to southern wisconsin so yeah it's a big time skip because you got you got another five hours to go at that point so um but that said i'm happy for our boy maddie ice i hope it's a great opportunity for him sad to see him go um under these circumstances uh they kind of they embarrass the Fal- our atlanta falcons embarrass him a little bit on the way out the door by um, aggressively pursuing a sex creep mm-hmm. to replace Maddie Ice. Uh, that said, that sex creep is extremely good at football, um, but it's it's a little Still. awkward to pr- pursue a sex creep and then get turned down by the sex creep, and then you just you're like, all right, well, we got to trade Matt Ryan anyway, so. Yeah, it's like imagine at whatever job you have right now, like listener, whatever job you have right now. And you find out that like your bosses are thinking about replacing you with a guy who's being accused by 22 different women for sexual crimes. Yeah. But they're and like, they're look, like he's, he's way better at this than you are. So look, he makes copies really good. Okay. Like he yeah. moves the he moves fucking boxes really great. Yeah. Um but we still love 10 you. Years. We still love you. Yeah. Like he might not come. We might we might keep you. Yeah. But yeah. We might take this guy who's got 22 lawsuits against him. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's great for Matt Ryan. He's going to a better team. Um, yep. And, you know, who knows? Maybe he can uh, pull something off. He couldn't in Atlanta. I'm, I'm pulling for, I would love, well, there are other things I would love more, but I would love almost nothing more. And to see him finish out his career, get that that elusive ring with the Colts, because it ain't happening with the Falcons anytime soon. So yeah, that would be cool. Uh, good guy, great player. It's been rough to see him get absolutely pummeled the last couple of years. Um, yeah, because the Falcons have no offensive line to speak. I know. Of. I mean, that's why. It's like this is the best for both parties for them to move on from him because the Falcons are terrible, mm-hmm. and he still has he still has at least a little bit left in the tank. So why waste the last decent years of his career on just a dog shit team like the Falcons? And he's going to a team with one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, the best running back in the NFL, um, a great defense, and you know, they can get him a couple good receivers. Like all he's got to do is manage the game. Yeah. Um, and they can potentially make a run. Who is their yeah. running back? Sorry. I'm an ignoramus, but Jonathan Taylor, former Badger from Wisconsin. He is the rushing leader of the NFL yards and touchdowns last season. Damn. Well, that, 
it's it seems like a good fit. And to be honest, Matt Ryan kind of kind of makes he makes more sense playing for a mm-hmm. Indianapolis Colts, you know, mm-hmm. being the face of that franchise. It's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, like despite my Matty Ice's ice house, he's not really what you think of when you think of Atlanta. Mm-mm. Um no, it, it goes back a little to uh years ago when we were when people were all up in arms about Trey Young over Luka Doncic or whatever. It's like, yes, Luca is fucking amazing, all the things, whatever. But do you think Atlanta when he <laughs> Luka Doncic, yeah, you know? Or right. do you think of like a little African American pipsqueak who will fucking give the finger to Madison Square Garden and not get, you know, and throw an alley oop off the backboard in a fucking Eastern Conference final game? Like that's Atlanta. Yeah. Highlight factory, baby. Yep. Would I have been mad with Luca? No. But you know, and this is a similar situation. It's like Matt, Matt got a lot of backlash in Atlanta because he was he came after Vic went was sent to federal prison. Um, which hey, that's not his fault. He didn't which have is not any. He, just got, fault. he got drafted. But because of how it went, because of the makeup of Atlanta, he was kind of automatically put in a weird situation again not hit not of his doing or the team's doing the team had to replace the quarterback um so yeah it's it's best quarterback in franchise history did a lot of great stuff i'll always be fond of matt ryan uh yeah i wish him nothing but the best yeah and and yeah and uh you know i associate him with that cursed super bowl appearance but Totally not his fault how that went down. He no. kind of mm-hmm. handcuffed him at the end. So, um, yeah, yeah. I hope he gets a ring. You know, um, I, I, and I feel like we have to mention that the Falcons did kind of falcon this whole thing up. Aside from just actively pursuing Deshaun Watson and and like sort of embarrassing Matt right before they traded him, but like last year the NFL draft was like chock full of mm. good quarterback prospects so there are there's like a handful of decent quarterback or good quarterbacks they could have taken last year but they decided to keep matt and not trade him keep him for one more season now this year they decide to trade him and they don't there aren't really any good quarterbacks no in this in this draft or not on the same level that there were last year and the good um, ones are going to be gone before the Falcons draft. Yeah. And on top of that, they traded Matt Ryan and they're still going to pay his contract. So it's not like, You're right. It's yeah. not like they're getting rid of that money. There's going to be 40 million in cap space that is gone, like tied up yeah. in him and you can't use. Right. So they could have just done that last year and drafted Justin Fields, Georgia boy, kid. and have the, you know, the future of your franchise locked in. But now instead they're like, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll add Marcus Mariota and hope for the best. Maybe draft a quarterback next year. But seems like a bad plan. Seems like they didn't have a plan. Yeah, it's, it's a tale of, as far as Atlanta goes, two front offices. You got Alex Anthopoulos like doing magic yeah. and crazy <laughs> shit and like – handling every situation and then you got i mean who even is the falcons gm now uh guy named terry fontenelle 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, it's his second year. He was new last year. Even the Hawks uh, have like surpassed him because, like, yeah, the signing oh, of yeah. Clint Capella has been. I mean, even though the Hawks are underperforming this year, but like, it's a lot of factors within that. But you know, they've they got Bogdan Bogdanovich away from the Bucks. You know, they got Clint Capella for very little. They got like a bunch of really good names that allowed they them to make that run. Well. They've drafted well, yeah. So yeah. you know, it's like it's the functional. Falcons just yeah. Falcon all the time. <laughs> It's pretty bad. And yeah, Mariota, like, was he was like a, he's been a backup most of his career. At this well, they, point, right? they signed him because Art Smith, uh, the current rich boy coach of the Falcons, uh, was offensive coordinator with the Titans when Mariota was there. So he does have a relationship with him. And Mariota is like, he was great college player. I mean, I remember I think that. he won the Heisman. Um, yeah. yeah. He's been, all right in the NFL, but he's like a backup at best. I think um, I hope he does well just cause like the guy seems to be like a, all right, dude, I guess. And he used to be fun to watch. So hopefully he's okay. And doesn't get murdered. Down there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I liked Mariota when he was a college player and mm-hmm. I'll definitely be pulling for him, but yeah. I'm not, I'm not optimistic about no. how it's going to turn out. Um, but no. Yeah, yeah, he's a bit like the Mitch Trubisky, like who somebody just ad made Mitch Trubisky. Oh, the Giant, or the Giant, the, or no, I feel like it was somebody better than the Giants. Uh, oh, the Steelers got Mitch Trubisky. That's right. Yeah, there's been a lot of quarterback um, movement. We can just get into that right now, real quick. Just yeah, yeah, just it's a movement. Been quite the QB carousel. By the way, I just love saying Mitch Trubisky. Mitch I feel Trubisky. Like he's, he's like, I'm a garbage man. Yeah. Well, they'll correct you though, because it's Mitchell. Oh, uh, excuse me. I'm not gonna. I'm not going there. His mama. His, his mama came out. I remember years ago. I was like, I named him Mitchell. His name's Mitchell. Yeah. Shut up, mom. <laughs> Mitch. Mitch Trubisky's Fuck the greatest. Damn. <laughs> damn. It's like an all-time great, like blue-collar, white blue-collar mm-hmm. name in America. I feel like and. Yeah. If you're an opposing fan, you can call him Mitch Trubisky, yeah. which is what I would yell. Or bitch Trubisky. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch yeah, Trubisky. Bitch, if, Trubisky. That sounds like a guy who's like, why don't you pop the hood? Let me take a look. <laughs> and I got to say, Trubisky, it's insane that he played at North Carolina with that name when he was in college. Yeah. Like it was a Tar Heel. But in the NFL, he's played in the perfect cities because he got drafted by the bears and that's a hell yeah. of a Trubisky that he was a backup here in Buffalo uh, yeah. the last, last year behind Josh Allen. And it's like, all right, another blue collar Polish town makes sense. And now he's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Come on. Like it's, it's like perfect. He's, only he's the dick in the dirt the rust cities. Belt. Yeah. Yeah. He's making all these little rust belt tour, but yeah, yeah. I feel like he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, let me pop that head. I'll take a look. And then you're like, but, like you're not even a mechanic. He's <laughs> like, but my name's Mitch Trubisky, for Christ's sakes. Now, just trust me, okay? I, I, at all times, I know where the closest salvage yard is. I can get the parts you need. Look, hold my beer. It's like, where did you even pull that out of? Beer's <laughs> <laughs> like, just a beer. I always got a beer on me. What are you talking about? Hey, Jimmy, get out of the way. I got this forklift, all right? I'm going to take care of the forklift for you. I know how to do it. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's okay, Mitch Trubisky. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah. yeah, there's been a QB carousel. 
So Trubisky is now in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, noted sex creep as we talked about <laughs> a minute ago. Deshaun Watson uh, has been traded to the or not trade. Yeah, he's been traded to the Cleveland Browns. Um, while still serving, you know, while still having twenty-two outstanding civil lawsuits by twenty-two different women uh, against him, and it was an insane trade because. Uh, the Browns traded for him and they gave up a 2022 first round draft pick, a 2023 first and third pick, a 2024 first and fourth round pick, and also a 2024 fifth round draft pick. And he's going to get paid, I think, $230 million on top of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. So it's like a big fucking deal. It's like the one of the biggest deals in history. And yeah. uh, who knows if he'll even play? Yeah, well, that's the funny thing is they built in some insurance because mm-hmm. uh, I think this this year he's only going to get one million dollars. Right, right. They're like, just in case you can't play because you're suspended for the entire season, we're only going to pay you one million in 2022, and then in 2023 that bumps up to like 46 million or whatever the fuck it is. And it's is like outrageous. And the reason he was traded and everyone started jumping in on it was because a grand jury decided not to bring up any charges on him. And as we all know, any grand jury trial is 100% good. There's never been a bad result to come out of any grand jury kind of trial. Um, But it's still like a risky move. You're bringing in a lot of bad PR uh, into Cleveland by doing that. Um. You know, this 22 women, like, come on. They're all lying, right? There's not anything there. Hey, look, he's a horny guy. Let him do his horny guy stuff. Every time I get a massage, I jizz on the person massaging me. It's no big deal. Hey, it happens. It's part of the deal. And and I make them give me oral sex and I touch them with my penis. It's fine. It's yeah. like the saying goes, fool me 22 times, shame on you. Yeah. Fool me 23 times, shame on, shame on you still. Shame on you yeah. still. Because still there's, there's two women who had also brought up accusations who have decided not to continue in lawsuits. But, you know, so it's 24. And then some say there's even more out there still. I've got a pending complaint. Also... I was supposed to give him a massage and I won't even go into what happened. Yeah. How many, how many masseuses do you need to hire anyway? Like it's insane. Yeah. Well, it's, it's clear. He's got, he's got some kind of thing. Cause it's like, yeah, you know, like prostitutes exist. That's what I was about to say. If you really want to get a massage and a hand job or whatever, it's not a difficult thing to get. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I imagine I've and never like, done that myself, but and so yeah, he didn't play all the last either. he didn't play all last year as this was pending, but the Texans still paid him uh all last year. And I don't know, we were sort of saying this off mic. It is weird how like Calvin Ridley bets twelve hundred bucks and gets suspended for a year with no pay and is kind of like shit on for a month. Yeah. <laughs> and then this guy gets like a record breaking <laughs> deal. It's, it's, well, that's, it's just like that's it's gonna be the nfl's insane. great man 
Yeah, like like if if they're good in Cleveland, because I mean he is he's really fucking yeah, good. he's an amazing he's quarterback on the field. Yes. Quarterback. So like if they're good, it's gonna be so awkward on those NFL broadcasts when they're like, um, Deshaun Watson's having a great year. Uh, you know, he's he's put his sex creep past behind him. Like they're not even gonna I'm no. sure they won't even mention it after a certain point. No, definitely not. No, yeah, that ugh. I mean they're it's it's across sports, but it seems like the NFL is the most hypocritical. Really, stuff. yes, it definitely seems to be that way. Um, because yeah, no, all sports are bad. <laughs> Anywhere where there's like money involved like that, it's bad. But yeah, the mm-hmm. NFL see, definitely is among the worst. Um, yeah, if not the worst. Uh, but that also leaves our boy Baker Mayfield just kind of hanging out because uh, he wanted to go to Indianapolis. Uh, he was getting his trying to get his agents to send him over there. But Atlanta and Matt Ryan jumped in there. And Indianapolis couldn't pass up Matty Ice's ice house, you know. You uh, could. Yeah. I think they're yeah. done with Baker living at the stadium. So, yeah. Yeah, that really yeah, fucks getting up evicted. Progressive's uh, ad campaign with mm-hmm. him being a stadium dweller. It's it, now he's going to, they should do one where he's locked out and kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> please, please let me back in. All my stuff's in there. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, yeah, I, I, is, I didn't realize again, you know, I didn't pay close attention to the regular season, but was he that bad that he was like their franchise guy and now he's just toast. He leads the league in fourth quarter interceptions. I think the last two years and, uh, the team, he took the, the team went to the playoffs barely a couple seasons ago. And then last year was just like shit. Yeah. It's just and not they, good. Like. I I know uh, a lot of people don't like or like Odell Beckham Jr. has a mm-hmm. history of being like a diva, mm-hmm. but like they added him and he clear Baker clearly like didn't get along with him. And they they released him. The Rams picked him up, and Stafford was like, "Oh yeah, this guy's really good. I, I'll throw him the ball a lot." So it's like that's that's bad when you can't you can't get along with like the star wide receiver that your team got for you. Right. Sounds a little douchey. So as it stands, Russell Wilson is now a Bronco. Matt Ryan is a Colt. Deshaun Watson's a Brown. Carson Wentz is a commander. Um, Marcus Mariota is a Falcon. Jameis Winston re-signed with the Aints. So he's staying in New Orleans. Uh, Aaron Rodgers staying with the Packers, but Devontae Adams, a Raider. Um, yeah, he was not going to play for the Packers again. And apparently, that was Aaron Rodgers knew that before signing that big deal. So the Raiders are all of a sudden pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Vegas Raiders, yeah, that's our, our guy. Uh, what's Mark uh, Davis? Yeah, Mark Big Davis, boy, yeah. <laughs> I hear he's gonna run. He's running for president again in in twenty four. Yeah, he's got my vote. Women's panties are dropping left and right, as are men's pants. Because the sexiest man on earth is running for president, and I don't mean Donald. 
No, he's gonna he's gonna put it to Donald. He's gonna challenge Donald. <laughs> two normal alpha. Lo- two normal looking human beings. <laughs> <laughs> With cool hair. I mean, with the coolest <laughs> hair. <laughs> that's, we that's have, again, we've said it before and we'll say it again. If you're listening to this and you don't know Mark Davis, first off, sit down, then give him a Google. <laughs> yeah. Get ready to get hard or wet, whichever. Or both. Yeah, or go both. ahead and hit that images tab on yeah. google and just just let your eyes feast as long as you're not getting a massage right now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, the nfl's uh got all those moves um bigger point of all this matt ryan wish you the best yeah yeah go go win a ring you deserve it yep um there was a funny reaction though by cam jordan of the saints who was upset that Matt Ryan's gone because I think he Cam Jordan has sacked Matt Ryan more than any other player has sacked any quarterback since that stat has been recorded. Wow. Uh, and he tweeted out, Hey, are we playing the saints next year? Please. Or the Colts next year, please say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Matt took a beating in his he time. And it really did. did. And he only missed uh-huh. three. He only missed three games this whole 14 years there, which is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, uh, yeah. I do this. I, I'm sorry to change subjects. But no, it's, we're, we're done with the NFL. It's, it's uh, bef- yeah, well, this is sort of NFL related, but um, Steven, Stevie Van Zandt of oh. uh, E Street Band uh-huh. and Sopranos fame. Silvio. Silvio Dante himself is on Twitter this is a joke, but he's advocating for he and Mad Dog Russo to take over for Troy Aikman and Joe Buck uh, for Fox <laughs> NFL Sunday. Well, Troy Aikman's no longer in Fox. My... Yeah, yeah. Let me just tell me who to give my money to for that one. Folks. Yes, let's do that. But also, Troy Aikman's not at Fox anymore, so he's oh, not taking okay. over Monday Night Football. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. He wants. Oh, got it. He's saying now that there's an opening, uh, those guys are gone. He and Mad Dog can yes, take over a million percent. And then I would also say let's let's get Rush Limbaugh out from his coffin and bring him back on the broadcast because mm-hmm. that was a great thing that happened, and he could be their third. <laughs> Maybe even get t- Tony Kornheiser and Dennis Miller back in there too. Why not? <laughs> let's get them all. Throw Booger in there. Well, Booger's got to be on the field in his camera truck right. thing. That's where yeah, Booger his, thrives. Yeah. <laughs> his high chair. Uh, oh, yeah. But so I that, will say, I would love Mad Dog and uh, and uh, Silvio. I really yeah. genuinely, at least, to get, you know how Peyton and Eli do their thing? Like, let's give them a, let's give them a broadcast. Put yeah. on ESPN News. Yeah, exactly. Thousand percent. It wasn't a fart. Here's some of that, you know. <laughs> they can litigate whether or not that was a fart, right? For an entire season of broadcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, before, since it's sort of NFL related, we should touch on this Urban Meyer story. The <laughs> uh, gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Urban Meyer, yeah, an <laughs> athletic piece came out that said his tenure as head coach of. Um, 
the Jacksonville Jaguars was even more toxic than we've uh, been led to believe by the media. Um, so the, 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 one of the main things I read was uh, it says Meyer said he conducted a six month deep dive on the NFL that included interviews with his former players, uh, blah, 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 blah. Multiple sources said Meyer was unfamiliar with star players around the league including 49ers receiver Debo Samuel, Seahawks safety Jamal Adams, and Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald, uh, three-time NFL defensive player of the year. He said, quote, who's this 99 guy on the Rams? I'm here and he might be a problem for us. (laughs) So basically like the best defensive player in football he was unfamiliar with, according to this article. And Debo Samuel has become arguably the best offensive player in the league who can do it all. And another thing that really turned his players against him, he walked into a room pissed off and said, do you know what would happen if I cut you guys? You couldn't get a job paying more than $15 an hour. Um, Jeez. I will so, say, I will really say, respect your guys. I will say, if anyone knows Urban Meyer, put me in touch with them because I don't make $15 an hour right now and would love to. <laughs> Isn't that below the state minimum wage in New York no, State? It's just the city. The state minimum uh, wage, I think, is like 1325 or something. Fuck. <laughs> Bastards. Anyway, yeah, uh, he made players cry, which is impressive for an NFL team. <laughs> and um, he belittled them, he called them idiots. Uh, he talks shit to Trevor Lawrence, their franchise QB. It uh, sounds like a very healthy place, you know? It sounds like a really good dude. Yeah, he just, he seems so, so angry. <laughs> like, there's this just anger to this guy. It's like, dude, lighten up a little bit, man. You've, you've done well in life, Urban. I mean, I, smile or be kind to people. I get it, though. Like, if I couldn't be at Urban Meyer's chop house at all times or ale house yeah, i would be pissed off too that's true he's pro- yeah he was just ticked every minute he had to be <laughs> away from the, the poor house or whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> he was like i should be drinking high lifes with 18 year olds right now <laughs> god damn it yeah like that because you know that's uh another coach famous college coach former college coach uh coach O. He down down in Mexico. He actually is doing that. He's like, I don't want to coach. Yeah. And there are multiple <laughs> videos popping up from, I think, Cabo, Mexico, where he's just shirtless in a bar, wasted and trying to intimidate younger men. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know. Why not? Follow yeah. your bliss. Do self-care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Live your <laughs> best life. Um also, real quick, this Urban Meyer thing just reminded me to go back a couple of steps here, uh, back to Deshaun Watson real quick. And I was reminded because uh, I was made aware of this by listener Columbus resident John O'Brien. Um, oh, yeah. Going back to Deshaun Watson real quick, sex creep Deshaun Watson. Other uh, sex creep uh, Trevor Bauer had a really strong tweet <laughs> over the weekend after the trade went through that John made us aware of. So thank you, John, once again. Um, here's Trevor Bauer's tweet on the Deshaun Watson trade. 
Congrats to Sean Watson on the new contract. Can't wait to watch you play again. Happy to see the NFL and their franchises are allowing you to continue your career after all the BS and lies you've been through recently. Onward and upward, the game is more fun with you in it. Um, so and then, then he, yeah, then he got some shit, and his next tweet was. I obviously don't know all the facts in this case, and neither does the public. My point, while poorly phrased, is that allegations do not mean guilt, as many have automatically assumed. What is alleged is disturbing, and if true, there should be consequences. But through the lens of what I've experienced with false and, quote, material misleading, unquote, allegations, I'm not interested in condemning someone or preventing them from working in their chosen field based solely on unproven allegations. So cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah, cool I dude. yeah. I mean, you know, for someone who had some pretty heinous charges thrown <laughs> his way and like we talked about, I think last week, like even though the charges were dropped, I think, or thrown out, mm-hmm. even what he is agreeing happened. He's admitting to some pretty gnarly stuff. Um, just like, um, it's pretty pretty audacious, I guess, or to just like put your nose into the. Like, it's to, yeah. to associate like I want to publicly associate myself with being a sex. <laughs> yeah, or, I mean, we need solidarity among sex creeps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if you're sick of like the lies, as he says, and all that shit, maybe lay low. Maybe like don't yeah. don't. Put Just yourself your out there to, to get more shit or like yeah. to remind people about all that. Like, because, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, I think that his his because he's always been antagonistic to uh-huh. the MLB and the press, and like that was part of his whole vibe. So it's like I don't think it's in him to it clearly isn't in him to lay low. Right. Much in this way, it's not in Alec Baldwin to lay low. Exactly. You know, like it's mm-hmm. it's like, hey man, uh you you were accused of basically like almost killing a woman during sex. Um, maybe just don't say or do anything publicly for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and same with Alec Baldwin. I, it's that weird. Must just be like a narcissistic instinct to like. Oh well, I know I accidentally shot this woman. Well, the uh, difference being Alec Baldwin okay. actually murdered someone. <laughs> right. Actually murdered someone. You, you know, you can argue whether or not he was um at fault but yeah he he also i mean i actually this is totally unrelated to anything relevant but he's very active on instagram and he did an instagram live today (laughs) and i was just like i was like well shit i'm gonna watch whatever this is and it was like an interview with a guy who did a documentary but before the interview started he was on instagram live on the phone with his assistant like yell, not yelling, but being uh, curt with his assistant who was trying to help him figure out how Instagram lives work. And he was like, <laughs> okay, he, he just, I just, he's, he's frozen. Well, shit. Uh, well, then, then let's not do it. And it's like, it was pretty amazing to see a old actor um, try to figure out Instagram live live. Uh, well, anyway, Alec yeah. Baldwin, I guess is the same as Trevor Bauer because he, he had a similar tweet in support of former governor Andrew Cuomo after he was removed, where it was like, I don't believe any of this. Like you're a great leader. Did he really? Oh yeah. 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 
he defended uh, old Cuomo after he got kicked out on Twitter and then he got a bunch of shit for it and then told people <laughs> they were whatever, <laughs> blocked a bunch of people. Um, which, by the way, have you guys seen the or Kevin, I guess, would be the one to ask because you live mm-hmm. still in the in New York area. Have you seen the Cuomo commercial? Yes, I defense. saw it last night and I was like, what the fuck is this? I saw it over I, this weekend and like I had to call my wife in and be like, come watch this insanity. What what was it? Because I caught the tail end and I was like, what could Andrew Cuomo possibly be doing commercials for? Well, he he was it was defending himself. It was like, you know, like we made it through COVID thanks to me. And like our true leader will always be here with New York. I'll always have your back. Uh, so it's just a it's just, it's just a vague PR thing. Yeah, it's a PR thing to make remind people how good of a leader he was. And I say that in quotes um, and that, you know, he's a good dude. He's just I'm just sure, Italian. I, I, I killed your grandma, but she was going to die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like the reason. Yeah, exactly. It's like now that we have more information, it's like he didn't handle COVID well at no, all. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, he handled it fantastically badly and was writing a book about how great he handled it while it was still happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on top of that, he was like asking 22 year old interns if they would hug him or whatever he was doing. <laughs> but it's Why just because he's a talent. Of course you, you want to, I, I just can't remember the last time I had a nice hug with a big titty, the 20 something <laughs> come over here. Come over here. Um, yeah. So these are all. It's all good, good a strain. It's a strain of the same behavior. These right. guys who, like, they can't lay low. They just mm-hmm. can't do it. Um. And you know, it's great. Trevor well, Bauer. He's he's going to be maybe pitching for the Dodgers next year, which would be. It'll be great to see him and Freddie Freeman together. It'll be real cool. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. Well, it's it it is funny, though, or interesting, at least that MLB has extended his like it's not technically a suspension or whatever. He's on like some list administrative leave Leave. or something. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, only only until like April 15th or something. But I mean, all of Latler, you know, most of last season, they would extend that like once a month for another month. So they are at least a little better than the NFL and right in looking, I mean, who knows what the outcome is going to be, but they're taking some action. It seems I've heard they may have extended that leave and I'm hoping this is true because he's working on a new album and it's almost yeah. done. <laughs> We got to give Trip studio time, guys. Okay, don't <laughs> disturb him with baseball right now. We got to let the artist work. I mean, that's what I miss most of all. With it's not seeing his play on the field; it's hearing those tunes and playing them with my my beloved as we hold hands and stare into each other's eyes. <laughs> that's what I as miss. I choke her until she passes out, <laughs> almost dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but cool. That's great. Um, but yeah, that's like, I think the NFL stuff. 
which is all um, bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's we'll jump to something positive. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. How about these St. Peter's Peacocks of Jersey City? Woo-hoo! Oh, yeah. They Hodge are madness, yeah. baby. In the Sweet 16. They're the Cinderella team and they're right in my backyard. Literally. I did not. Uh, I've driven past that college multiple times. I had no idea they had a basketball team. So, but now I know. Jimmy, your dad's an alum, right? My dad is a St. Peter's graduate. Um, My dad's very old, so he graduated St. Peter's in the early 60s. But, yeah, so it's probably a little different vibe back then. But uh, (laughs) I think I'd say, yeah. Slightly different vibe. But, uh, yeah, man, go freaking Peacocks. Loving it. It's been awesome. It's been awesome to watch them. Um, that like Doug Eater guy or whatever, <laughs> their main player. Like he's got the funniest like voice and like the way it, it sounds like an old man. Like when he talks, it doesn't sound like a college student. Um, <laughs> but he's awesome. He's a fucking sharpshooter who makes everything. And yeah, I'm I'm all in on St. Peter's. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like I mean you. It's cliche, but they do. They have like the scrappiness. Like they just seem like they're like fighters, kind of, you know? It's always fun to watch an underdog that like isn't scared, you know? Well, right. yeah, that's, and that's sort of, you know, Jimmy, I texted uh, you, you know, we have a saying here in Jersey as a, as a lifelong resident of the state is mm-hmm. Jersey strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, wow, that's a great saying. Um, yeah, it's pretty big around here. And I um, I think the team <laughs> really represents our Jersey sensibility and our Jersey strong strengthness. And um, so, yeah. And, and Boston, they are, Boston stole that, right? Yeah, they still, we yeah. let them have it after that. The Boston bombing. strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's Jersey strong. They actually do have signs that say that in just the dumbest places here. But, Love to see scrappy little team from the little school on the west side of Jersey City, St. Peter's. I definitely knew that that was a college before last week. <laughs> but their their yeah. arena is apparently called Run Baby Run Arena. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's what's the story on on that? Anybody know? Is it just like did? Is there like wealthiest <laughs> alumnus? Like a, a prolific uh, horse gambler or something. <laughs> I, so it is. They it does have it something to do with a. Uh, uh, it was a five million dollar renovation. Um, let me see. Bup, 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 bup. A former guard for the basketball team. Uh, okay. So, yeah. The oh he, he's the CEO of a prominent COVID testing firm, LabCorp of America interesting and i can't get this article it's like the one thing you want to know they're like um i don't know why it's called that it's a great name i will say that uh yeah i run baby run i it's uh it's one of the better ones it used to be called the yanatelli center Oh, that's great, too. Yeah, Um, (laughs) that's also good. (laughs) Oh, so it's it's just a nickname for the 67-68 
team's offense, the run mm-hmm. baby run offense. Okay. So that guy was just being uh being nostalgic. Got it. Um yeah, I mean that's what makes March Madness fun. Oh yeah. This this type of stuff. Uh it's yeah, it's damn cr- entertaining. It really is and it's crazy that pretty consistently some school does well that you've never even heard of. Yeah. And in this case it's cool cuz it's literally up the street from here. Um you know, what kind of say lifelong peacock fan here. They're kind of the only like little school left. I mean, I know there's like like Providence isn't necessarily big, but they've they're a four seed. They've been in the tournament a lot before, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um yep. so it's like it's just St. Peter's versus like big boys or like more known programs, I guess you could say, left yeah. in the Sweet 16. So it's like, yeah, of course, St. Peter's all the way. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. who do they have next? They have uh, they play Purdue, the Purdue. So they, oh, you know, that's right. They got a shot. Mm-hmm. Purdue, um, Big Ten, you know, underperforming basketball conference. So anything could happen. Oh yeah, I will say the Big Ten's getting a lot of shit, but I think the SEC has been worse. This March Madness, only Arkansas has left. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, it's been bad. Uh, my Tennessee Vols, of course, got what a knocked out by Michigan in a. That was a heartbreaker because yeah. that was well, tough it was like to watch game. Huge comeback, right? And then sort of it. It was a weird game at halftime. I texted my sister, who's also like a UT alum, and it was just like, even though Tennessee's up, it feels like they're losing because like they weren't playing well, and. Uh, yeah, they just could not pull it off. And Michigan, Michigan, to be fair, they're an 11 seed, but I think they started the season in the top 10. They have talent. They are a good team. Um, and they're kind of hitting all cylinders right now. Uh, not a huge fan of the Wolverines. That's like one of those schools that thinks they're a fancy boy school, even though, like, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's like, ugh. Um, and some of the fans are kind of uncool. But, um you know, whatever. It doesn't really matter, but yeah, that sucked. That was a bummer. Um, but yeah, yeah Kentucky so... got knocked out by St. Peter's in the first yep. round. Um, and that was the start of the SEC's like debacle. Yeah. And then Auburn got knocked out by, by... Miami, Miami. That's right. Yeah. The Canes and they were never really in yep. it. It felt like Auburn was just getting dominated the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, SEC, and then yeah, LSU lost. To, LSU lost. That's right to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. So yeah, SEC because from what I gathered, the general vibe was like, oh, SEC is becoming a real contender. I mean, they still are as far as conferences go in basketball, but this might have set them back a little bit in that conversation because yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a great showing, especially considering all these teams are like higher seeds. Yeah, you know exactly. It's not like it's a bunch of underdogs. Like they're all they're all favored in most of their matchups. So yeah, they're all high seeds. They all played like really tough schedules. They all like the resumes were all great. So you would mm-hmm. think like, all right, yeah. some will get knocked out. There's always in a one and done scenario. There's always upsets and shit. 
but you would think at least half of them or close to half would make the sweet 16. Um, but no, it, uh, they got, they all got knocked out except the, the hogs. Yes, sir. Them hogs. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see, but it's, it's been, it's always, it doesn't disappoint this tournament. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. And it's always, there's always something fun to hook you. Yeah, Coach K is still alive. He was able to knock off Michigan State in the last round. And the Dukies go up against Texas Tech, who knocked out Notre Dame. Uh, We'll see if they rig this for for Coach K to make it all the way. Um, It'll be interesting. I'm looking up in my book of spells. (laughs) I'm going again. <laughs> One last ride in my book of smiles. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, games I'm, start back up on Thursday. So, to, to your point about Michigan, because I agree, Michigan is an annoying school because they kind of fancy themselves as like, you know, pseudo Ivy League or something. Right. Duke is the oh, yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah, so I am pulling for a a big Coach K Duke flame out. Sorry. Right. Yeah, but other than that, I think Peacocks all the way, uh, and they went a hundred to nothing in the championship game. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a safe bet. Take it to the bank. Yeah, Peacocks will beat that's Providence a awesome. hundred to nothing in the final. <laughs> And Jersey City's gonna go freaking bananas. Yep. <laughs> All of this Jersey's... town, we're a peacock town. This is a peacock. I say as I'm like about to move away. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, the peacocks will travel with you wherever you go. Yeah, sure will. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Let's yeah. See. Uh. That's I, I did want to did you guys follow the Freddie Freeman saga? I was following with great uh vigor over the weekend. Did not. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a little bit of that, but I don't know all the details. Um so so I did we you know, there's a lot of stuff happening in free agency. Um, but more info is coming out about Freddie Freeman and it's and Chipper Jones appeared on 680 the fan local Atlanta station and spoke very candidly about the whole business with Freddie. And basically the takeaway was Chipper was like warn Freddie, like, don't let this go to free agency, because if you do, you're not gonna come back. And it sounds like Freddie Freeman's agent. Uh, he fucked around and found out. He mm-hmm. tried to come to the Braves with like an ultimatum. Like you either, these are your two options, five years for 165 million or six years for 175 million. And Alex Anthopoulos was like, nope. And just went around and signed Matt Olson. So it sounds like Freddie Freeman's agent um, over, he, they called his bluff. Mm-hmm. And I think Freddie was 
sounds like he should have just told his agent, like, look, I, under no circumstances should we not sign in Atlanta. Get the best deal you can, but that's where I want to be. And yeah, bringing an ultimatum to a, a team doesn't seem like a great negotiating tactic. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it also, it seems like um, Anthopolis was like, I have to get this deal done first. And then I have all my other free agent transactions that I have to make. So like I'm on a deadline, man. Like you guys let me know. Cause if I don't hear from you, I got to start making other moves because I have a bunch of holes to fill. So yeah, it seems like the agent just kind of fucked it up. That's what I gathered. And that's basically what shipper said in that interview. And, you know, he's like best buds with, Freddie, so right. he, he knows what's going on, and he works for the Braves still. So, yeah, he's seen he's privy to stuff, and as someone who's privy, he seems like he's that's that's his take was uh, Freddie got kind of screwed because his agent was pulling maneuvers. Who's Freddie's agent? Is it Arliss Michaels or is it Ari Gold? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like know. It's one of those guys. Someone, yeah. it's it's Excel Management. Yeah, yeah, is the yeah. Agency. No, um, that sucks. It's a it's a bummer to. And to then he that. lost when they turn around and sign Olson. He lost all his leverage, and right. so his deal is like not good. It's like it's like a hundred and sixty something million, but like forty million is deferred. So if the Dodgers trade him at any time in the first five years of the contract, they don't have to pay him $40 million of his contract. That's not good. No, yeah. not for a, I don't think he'll be traded obviously, but like, you don't want that just in case um, the team could do a trade on purpose to like not pay that. Um, right. And, and uh, yeah, that's not ideal for a, a player of that caliber, like an MVP player that shouldn't be ever thing especially like he's not like 42 you know like he's older quote unquote in terms of like athlete but he's not old he's still in his prime like he's gonna be yeah yeah and i think i think there's also a chunk of deferred money in that deal too that they don't that they're gonna so they're gonna pay him until like 2040 but the right catch is that there's no interest, like they're not going to pay interest on that. So, so he's actually going to earn less that way too, because they're going to pay him this instead of getting all the money now. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he could just bank that and earn the interest for 20 years. They're going to pay it to him slowly. So there's less value in the contract that way. So, yeah, I just, He he got boned. Yeah. That sucks. It's just, if I was a player, especially a baseball player, I'd find out who Bobby Bonilla's agent is and just like be my agent forever. Like do what you got to do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's still on the Mets payroll, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> For a few more years. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, crazy trades. You got Carlos Correa to the Twinkies. Yeah. Kenley Jansen to the Braves. That was a big one. Yeah. Huge. Chris Bryant to the Rockies, which I'm 
learning that he's probably going to get traded this right. season, if not next. Right. But Trevor Story, yeah. right? He got traded. Oh, Red Sox. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a Boston guy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird that the Rockies signed Chris Bryant when they had an All Star third baseman <laughs> that they traded yeah. away like a year ago. Doesn't really make sense. Rockies. So, yeah, that. Yeah, the worst run team in sports right now. It got to be up there because they yeah. make some insane decisions. Yeah, in yeah. case you haven't been following baseball, um, right now, so far, since it's all been agreed upon, uh, 130 players have signed contracts, whether they move to teams or resign, uh, totaling a coming up to a total of. billion. It is the most money that has ever been spent during free agency in history. Wow. Yeah. Kind of feels like maybe they are profitable sports teams. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. Yeah. So far the Rangers have spent the most. Um. They paid Corey Seager 10 years, $325 million, and Marcus Simeon seven years, $175 million. You, can, you know, W. Bush is loving that. Mm-hmm. They got to go to yeah. Rangers games. Where, <laughs> I'm going to take. <laughs> Wait, his dad's dead. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear more from George H., we had his ghost on the podcast many years ago, right after he died. So go check that out in the archives. Yeah, I'm just thinking of that. uh, It's not a GIF, but that video online. It's like a five second video of George H.W. Bush. And when he's super old (laughs) and the Smashing Pumpkins song is playing underneath. (laughs) Hold the ball up. Yeah, (laughs) he's like staring off into space, like in a wheelchair. And then, bam, (laughs) goes the ball I think so I good. Said that. Google that too. Google that too. Yeah. Uh, it'll make it come as well. Yeah. That one, when that, when I first found that I sent it to like everyone I knew and then I watched it <laughs> like a hundred times on a loop. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> Best thing George yeah. H ever did besides yeah. dying. Besides dying. <laughs> <laughs> dying that gif and then and marrying giving Barbara. Dana Carvey a career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not gonna die. Um, be prudent. But yeah, any other? Uh, yeah. Before we go, I do want to give uh, my Barcelona, who destroyed Real Madrid in El Clasico over the weekend for nothing, and Barcelona is back. Suck a dick, Real Madrid. Also, uh, real quick, rest in peace to John Clayton, former ESPN football analyst, and. Uh, Actor, producer, I don't know what he did besides acting, like maybe one of the best commercials of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Freaking classic. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to go ahead and throw this, give this an RT because, uh, yeah. So, so just go to our Twitter feed and it's on there. And it's, uh, he was a weird Jimmy. How did you describe him before we went on the air? He's like, uh, he looks like a preemie. If you like, <laughs> if you blew up a, a preemie into like 
man scale. Yes. Yeah. And I described him as someone who is an Indiana Jones in the last crusade who drank the, from the cup, the wrong cup and sort of melted down, but not all the way. He just stopped like a third, like three, four, three quarters of the way stopped. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And uh, I'll round it out by saying he looks like a (laughs) pre-death crypt keeper. Hmm. So yeah, like, yeah, Keeper is sure. the sco- the skeleton mm-hmm. of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, yeah, the Crypt Keeper is like if you the John Clayton in that commercial who's got the little yeah uh, ponytail. Yeah, that is the Crypt Keeper for sure. Yeah. So R.I.P. to him. Um, gone but not forgotten. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a what a time when that guy when those were the people who were the NFL guys versus today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, yeah. Like who's the equivalent of John Clayton Would it today? Be I guess, Schefter? Like Adam Schefter. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, probably. I just remember John Clayton getting screamed at on sports center all the time by, um, I forget who, but it was like <laughs> another guy who used to work there who got fired. Um, was like a former quarterback and they would like pair them together oh was it that sean salisbury guy yeah sean salisbury i hated that guy yeah yeah same oh Uh, they got such a d-bag but they always put those two together and he would (laughs) try to knock against the nerd yeah and he would try to bully him but to john clayton's you know credit he would like like no well uh analytically or whatever it's i'm right (laughs) and he was but yeah and uh also before we go again want to like reiterate welcome back mad dog the sirius xm welcome back to your studios it uh it's it's great to have you home buddy love that yeah yeah, love that. Love watching High Heat and seeing him in high definition close up on my screen. Hot. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I don't. Uh, I've got nothing else on this list. I don't think. No, we did it. We, we covered every sport. We done did it. Everything's been done. Um. Yeah, so thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Uh, like and subscribe, do the whole thing. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. The day of reckoning will come.